Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Fart is an interesting word in this respect, talking about television. Fart is extremely interesting because, dig this, you can't say fart on television. We know that. You can't say fart. And you can't say fuck either on television. However, you can refer to fucking. You can talk about fucking. They do that all the time. Some of the times, the show you're watching, two people are probably fucking in the other room. (laughs) Fucking is all right. Fucking is part of the plot. A lot of plots are based on fucking. Will they fuck? Should they fuck? Have they fucked? Did they fuck? Will they fuck again? Will they get sick from fucking? Are they fucking too much? Will they fuck each other's friends? Will they have a baby from fucking? Will they be sorry they fucked? Will they be glad they fucked? All fuck stories. Every honeymoon joke is a fuck joke. Have you ever noticed it? Otherwise, the people wouldn't be on their honeymoon in the joke. They'd be knights or they'd be sailors or something. They're on their honeymoon. They've got to be a fuck joke. Every little, every news, I'm sorry, every quiz master has stood there with his newlywed couple and said, and I understand you folks are on your honeymoon. <laughs> Lots of fucking going on here. <laughs> Lots of fucking over here. So they talk about fucking all they want. They just don't call it that. They don't call it what it is. They call it other things. They call it making love, which is fine. They call it going to bed with someone, having an affair, sleeping together. But they don't call it fucking. On the other hand, fart. Not only is fart a word you can't use on television, but they never even refer to them. (laughs) That's how bad farts are compared to fucking. They don't even refer to farts. There are no farts on television. You've never seen a reference to a fart? I've never seen a fart reference. No, wouldn't you think that by now one guy would have gone, hmm, hmm. You think by now that one guy on the Johnny Carson panel just once would have said, hey, Ed, move down, man. That was a Clydesdale fart, Ed. <laughs> Give me the lighter, will you, Johnny? Well, Jeez, Ed, next time you're sick, you ought to see the nurse, you know? God, it's not the smell so much. It's the burning of my eyes! Come, come.
Alright, welcome everybody to uh, the Lazy Geeks Podcast. Yeah! Both of us, Adam and myself, Steve, your host, is sitting here wearing our chain and our turtleneck sweat. Oh shit. <laughs> welcome to podcast number 59, Seven Dirty Words and That Song. So, uh, some of you are probably, well, if you guessed by the intro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the whole Seven Dirty Words a bit about? Uh, this week, the Supreme Court was listening to uh, arguments, basically trying to allow TV shows and basically just television to allow the seven dirty words, um, since they basically are used in everyday public life anyway. Right. Uh, now, of course, if you listen to mainstream media, uh, they pretty much stick with the F-bomb. That's the only one. That, that seems to be the only one. It, even though it's titled Seven Dirty Seven Words You Can't Say on Television, they focus on one. Yeah, yeah. That's always the worst word. Yeah, and it's not seven variations of <laughs> <laughs> of that word, because God knows there's more than seven. But uh, yeah, they're listening to that, and in my honest opinion, you don't have to do the F-bomb. On television, the F-bomb's not going to be, but I think some of... And <laughs> maybe... Some of the other ones Mr. Carlin explained early on uh, probably won't, you know, like cocksucker and um, probably won't be on there. But um, <laughs> fart, titty, or tit. Yeah. Um, should definitely get off that list. Because, as he said, they're, they're just fun. Yeah, they, they, they are fun. They are fun, you know. And some, you know. And uh, I, uh, by the way, that was only a, like about maybe less than a minute segment that you guys listened to. YouTube that shit. Yeah, the shit goes is on. hilarious. Oh man, and um, only George Carlin can make uh, those seven dirty words sound so intellectually stimulating. I know. You know? <laughs> like we're having a serious discussion. Yeah, we have a serious discussion here. Um, two big things. Uh, if you listened to last week's podcast, you know we our view on uh, SOPA. And if you follow me on Twitter, you notice my not icon change. Not the soup. Yeah, not the soup. We're fine with soup. But uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you know. Uh, you see my uh, my icon change. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, and, just, and I was like, should I do that? And I'm like, eh. <laughs> it's just we're too much work for you. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I like my thinking monkey icon. <laughs> or excuse me, thinking chimpanzee. Yeah, yeah, you were right the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on that front, this week, uh, anonymous, who has been doing much many lame things in the last what year? Their deception. Uh, yeah, they're. Uh, <laughs> They released the uh, personal information of uh, all the media heads that have been supporting SOPA. Mm -hmm. So, like, the heads of Time Warner and Disney and all of them have been leaked. And people are, you know, supposed to uh, call them, email them, contact them, saying, hey, stop with this whole thing. My problem with this is it's not... It's against what they're trying to fight for is freedom. It's not democratic yeah to attack it's those bullying. that oppose you yeah, yeah. bullying yeah. i'm gonna scare you into thinking the way i think right no that's not how it works yeah you know? we don't need to do that we're not fascist <laughs> <laughs> although some may like to like us to be we're not yeah uh, but also too they lost a huge supporter the white house yeah uh, obama was like fuck that yeah. um regardless of whether you think about obama uh, he stepped up and basically heard and go, wow, if I want to get reelected, I'm going to have to listen to a lot of these people. So, uh, yeah, he decided that um, they're not going to support 
any bill that uh, man of the people. Basically, yeah, right. <laughs> man of them rich people. Um, man of one percent. <laughs> basically, they're not gonna uh, they're not gonna stand behind anything that um, basically uh, impedes on freedom of speech as well as censorship, which is what this bill will come down to. And if you listen to our uh, podcast last week um, and um, listen to some of this, and also just go online and, and check out a lot of this, you'll understand what we were talking about. Um, another thing too, Lady Sif, the lovely. Jamie Alexander Ooh. was talking to MTV, and of course, people that got that view. Now she said in the in the thing that you know she's coming back in Thor too, yeah. And um, she said that she would like to see the Thor Lady Sif relationship. And plus, if you read the comic, you know there's one. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we would like to see that too. Uh, Anything to get some half titty or something. <laughs> even, even just shadow, even just yeah, a shadow, yeah, yeah, you know, a even, silhouette, yeah, you know. But, uh, of course, everybody heard she would like to see that. And, of course, all the media ran around and said, Oh, there's going to be Thor and Lady Sif romance. No, no, no. She said they're like to be. Yeah. They're, they're... I would like to see a little bit... Her saying, I would like to see a little bit of the romance play out on the film translates into the media saying there is going to be a hardcore porn sequence <laughs> in Thor 2. <laughs> uh, Loki's going to be involved. Yeah. Of, the, of course, there's rumors that she's going to be in a, a cameo in the Avengers movie. That's which, cool. Which, if I'm hearing all these, like, Pepper Potts is supposed to kind of drop in, um, of course, with Thor. I mean, Iron Man. And if you have Lady Sip, it's just kind of like... Well, Pepper was supposed to be with Iron Man. That's yeah. his assistant. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's a, it's an Avengers movie. And when you start to bring in these people to link them from all the other films, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That means the movie's going to be How even bigger. How long is this movie going to be? I don't know. Avengers I, is going to be... Like, Roughly five hours by my calculations, <laughs> and that's over the course of three days. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like the the Hobbit movie has to be split into two. Yeah. The Twilight movie had to be split into two films. That just that was that's called milking it. <laughs> the other two is for intellectual integrity. I still haven't seen that second Harry Potter man. That I was a good. Was, that was I heard good. it was, that was a real good movie. Trailing off, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, actually, perfect segue. I think that's right. Uh, because last but not least, Comic Con twenty twelve. 2012! 2012! The last one of our lifetimes, according to the Mayan calendar. Yeah. Um, we haven't heard a whole lot about Comic-Con 2012. Nobody's bought tickets for it yet. You know, everybody's like, where's the membership thing supposed to pop up? Finally, it's up. It came up mid-last week. Um, so now, what you basically do is, is anybody that thinks about buying a ticket this year or in the future should jump on to go to the Comic-Con website. Sign up for a membership ID. And basically, you just sign up for username and a password. Yep. Now, what you would do is, and why this is important, is even if you're thinking about going and may not actually go, is because you cannot buy a ticket without it. Yeah. So, and what they're, they're supposed to streamline the entire they're process. They're supposed to too. streamline the entire process as well as um, prevent people from buying multiple tickets. Like, I can no longer buy four tickets for everybody that's going. Everybody has to buy their own. It's Fail, it's kind of fail, but at the same time, you know those dudes, every time, like a week later, oh, hey, I got Comic-Con tickets, you know, and they throw them up on eBay and, and yeah, all that shit. Too. And it's People kind of, fucking it up for the rest of us. Yeah, and that's what it always says. A few chums to fuck it up for everybody else. But uh, if, you're having, if you're not going, if you're planning on going, not even this year, because they said once you set this, you set it for life. So which means you never have to sign up again. So the cool thing is if you think, well, I may go this year, do it because it ends on February 28th. And if you don't have it by then, which I'm assuming after that is when they're going to start doing the registration yeah. or uh, purchasing tickets, 
You're going to need it. I'm not even planning on going this year, and I signed up for it. Same here. I, yeah, I'm not you even, never know, man. You know, yeah, I, I'm because, you know, financial situation. Sure, yeah, and know. I'm pretty sure this is going to carry over into the other years. Too. Yeah, they said it's for, um, from now. You do it once. You don't need you to do it. You can't get a little after. membership card, dude. That's him. Yeah. <laughs> the old Justice League card. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, but so if you're thinking about going or you, you know you might be going, definitely sign up. Yes. Moving right into the news. Stop news. Um, Bethesda still, they're still trying. Yeah, they're, um, they're really trying on that Skyrim. Yeah, thing, I'm going to make a safe bet here and assume most of you know that the P- PlayStation 3 version of the Elder Scrolls Skyrim has some performance issues. News outlets everywhere. Just slight. Slight, slight. slight. News outlets, news outlets <laughs> everywhere have, have discussed it in detail, including us. Quote, quote, dis- um, discussing um, in alternate language means bitchy. Yeah, bitching and money. <laughs> um... That's <laughs> the whole reason why you got the B- uh, PC version. Because yeah. Of the yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm not fucking with that. Um, <laughs> YouTube has made fun of it, and PS3 gamers have loathed it. These issues were originally supposed to be cleared up in the past November update, but obviously that wasn't the case. Bethesda was recently asked on their official Twitter account what they plan to do about the still pers- persistent issues PlayStation 3 players are facing with Skyrim, to which they replied, we're addressing that in the 1.4 update plan for this month. That's cool. The story, this story is getting old, but it just keeps <laughs> on coming back like an 80s slasher villain. The lag issues... Or herpes. Ooh. Oh, that's not... That's not even a joke. <laughs> that's the one thing... That, that's one of the few things that if it happens in Vegas, it comes with it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't stay in um, Vegas. The lag issues were supposed to be fixed in November with the 1.2 patch. Of course, the only thing the 1.2 patch was good for was a laugh with dragons that flew backwards. The 1.3 patch then addressed the confused dragons, but didn't account for the serious lag issues the players had been complaining about all along. It's been about two months since the game release. It's been about two months since the game's release, and a lot of gamers are getting frustrated. Hopefully Bethesda can work these already old issues out quickly. And it is getting old now. I mean, I'm not trying to talk shit, but let's let's move along. Let's move on amicably. You know what I mean? And get it done. Yeah, because... See, you not fixing this right is taking. I'm taking this as a sign of disrespect. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> God, you <laughs> and your boy. No. Right. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> See, I can't believe they're letting it go this long. This is this is a little ridiculous. It's been a long time, and, and it's it's almost like they're going. Well, it works for the Xbox and the PC. It's like yeah. come on. Yeah, it's like come on. Especially PlayStation because the the majority of people. That own a PlayStation, one of the reasons is for RPGs. Yeah. Because the Sony's always known for having great RPGs. This is an RPG. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? You know, it's a yeah, this is this is a good way to get people to say, like, well, I ain't gonna buy it until they fix that. I will I will let everyone know the PC version works splendidly. And it was the one I should have bought in the first place because you can get the um the mods add ons, people build towns and shit. I mean it's it's amazing. Uh well you know, Dice really said a lot of bad things about, uh, you know, Modern Warfare, Activision. Mm-hmm. But it appears that the one thing they hate most, more than, than Activision... Puppies. Uh, no, aside from puppies. Okay. They actually hate cheaters. 
Don't we all? I'm not going to shed too many tears about this. I mean, that television show gets old. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, they're going after Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure um, that many of you won't shed a tear either, but it seems like many games, there are always cheaters running around spoiling the fun for everyone else. And it seems that DICE has had enough and are taking even harsher measures against cheaters. According to their Battlefield blog, DICE has already banned a few hundred cheaters in their last attempt to make the game even for all. We have always taken cheating seriously. Today we are we will further intensify our efforts in to hunt down and rid Battlefield 3 of cheaters. Read a line from the blog hunt post. Hunt down, dude. Hunt down, yeah. Uh, sta- well, cheating's been a big issue um, with dice games since because Battlefield used to be only online yeah. and, and they, it used to be a huge problem. Like fucking, I stopped playing Battlefield on 1942. I think it was yeah. just because it was so bad. Yeah, and it seems that Dice, um, according to Dice, stats wiping and banning in this disruptive minority is the only way they will understand, and they are ruining the game for others. We do this for we do this for the millions of dedicated players out there who deserve a fair game every game. Stats wiping is like an execution. Yeah, it's basically yeah. Without a cigarette, you get Uh, to stat from the beginning, (laughs) asshole. If you believe that you are a victim of a cheater, you will need to do a couple of things to um, to help Dice rid the game of this vermin. That was my word. Um, if you believe you are a victim of outright cheating, the best way to uh, to report your concerns is to go to blo- uh, Battle Log, enter the profile page of that person you suspect, and click the triangle at the upper right corner of the of his name. Um, Dice states in their blog. If their analyst confirmed that the person um, that the person reported reported has in fact been cheating, they will be banned and receive the punishment of stats wiping. They may even you may even get a visit from Batman for further punishment. Oh. Reducing the number of cheaters is an ongoing endeavor and one that will never stop, according to Dice. I'm a fan of getting rid of cheaters because there is no reason a few douchebags should ruin it for everyone that's else. That's right. And that's always been the case. Especially with first-person shooters, it's a pain yeah, in the ass. And it's like, I'm, it's like going, come on, guys. You get the game. Fucking play it like everyone else. Don't, yeah. be, th- don't be that You douchebag. suck that hard yeah. that you need to cheat. Come on. <laughs> And they probably do. Uh, um, speaking of video games, online on live is an interesting technology that streams graphically sophisticated games straight to your PC or online game on live. I keep saying online <laughs> on live game system. Uh, this way, your hardware doesn't have to do the heavy lifting; only needs a good internet connection. The service is limited to those that own an on live game system or playing on a PC, but now that may not be the case. On live is currently available on Google TV devices, but only as a viewer, uh, allowing allowing users to view other people playing online or watch clips others have uploaded. Of course, the far more interesting feature of actually playing the games isn't there, but is coming soon to not only future Google TV devices, but all current ones as well. This announcement comes to little surprise since it's soon after rival streaming company Gyakai announced its service being available with upcoming LG Cinema 3D televisions. When you hear Google TV, you may only be thinking about the actual Google... Google... Yeah. (laughs) The actual actual Google TV set-top box you can buy. The on-live service will not only be available for that device, but any other Google TV device as well. This includes televisions, Blu-ray players, media streamers, and anything else Google TV has been loaded on. If you have a television with built-in Google TV, you can now have a built-in game system as well. I can't think of anything wrong with that. Pretty amazing. Pretty pretty freaking awesome. I dude. mean, and and 
they do sell for fifty dollars. Like if you let's say you have a Google TV, TV, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you have it hanging on your wall, nice little fifty inch. You can you can use like a USB controller, but also if you go on the online online website, you can buy for fifty bucks their official controller, and it's actually really slick looking controller, backlit, you know, all types of stuff, and that will work for any game. I recently played. Um, on on live and it was it was pretty amazing. I'll talk about that a little a little later, but uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, isn't it the future? Yeah. I mean, everything's in your TV. You know, I'm gonna watch Netflix or I'm gonna. I mean, if you have Google TV television, I'm sure you have Netflix on there yeah. too. So pretty close, pretty close to, to having that TV that Marty McFly had in Back to the Future too. I want the shoes. Uh, yeah, the shoes. And the, the shoes jacket. are most important, and the and the hoverboard. I want my hoverboard, hoverboard and the jacket. The jacket was yeah. pretty slick. Yeah. Your jacket is now dry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man. Well, actually, on the uh, CES, oh, there. Um, how many times a day do you ser- do you have to search out your charging cord to recharge your cell? Some people don't like the iPhone because you don't have the luxury of switching out a battery when it runs low. They um, they keep adding more stuff to for everyone to use, but they don't give you any more juice to power it with. Mm. And how many times a day do you complain you feel like no one listens to you? My phone died in two hours because <laughs> I use it for everything. <laughs> Well, Samsung says they have. In Las Vegas, Samsung said that they are trying to um, trying to help people out with their battery life. When you wake up uh, to when you go to bed, we don't want you feeling anxiety about your battery life. Oh, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, people are pulling their hair out because of their battery life. Uh, Kevin Packingham, Vice President of Production Innovate, Product Innovation at Samsung, said, "While Samsung notes that they are not quite there yet." They do admit that the expansion uh, of uh, Verizon's 4G um, light network will help, but they are working on ideas on how to make the phone search for 3, 4G signal without using the, pow- um, the power drain and to optimize functions since the 4G is a huge power drain I in always, and of itself. I always kept 4G off. It would only turn it on when I absolutely needed it because that shit is constantly searching for a signal. Yeah. Um, and this this isn't a problem exclusive to Samsung, but it has to uh, but it has to all phone developers. Motorola has announced that their new Droid Razor Max has a significantly larger battery, which impedes on its thin design. I think that many companies are working too hard on making them thin and faster, and they forget the need to find a way to make them last longer. Yeah, I know, I know. That's what she said. Samsung's first um, light phone for Verizon, the Charge, is a step in the right direction, according to Samsung, but they have still have a ways to go to make it better. We can only hope that more companies start to realize that phones are becoming more and more a part of everyday lives, and they need them to last more than half a day. Mm-hmm. You figure that it would have been a big part of the conversation in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, cause, well, think about it. Remember when we went to Comic-Con? Yeah. And, you know, I had two batteries and I kept switching it out. I had two batteries too. Yeah, we're switching it out. I was switching mine out and my shit didn't even work half the time. I know, you were switching. Thanks, Sprint. (laughs) You know, you're such a... Fuck, I can't even get 3G I'm in in, in Hall H watching some incredible shit. And I see see, uh, see Steve over there, oh, hitting it up, hitting it up. And I'm like, oh, I should hit some up too. But it just doesn't work. (laughs) I know, I'm sitting there, I'm looking over at Adam and Adam's like going... Oh, oh, and then he looks over at me, and then he just puts his head down. He puts his phone down. And he's just like, "Motherfucker!" And I was like, "Ah." Oh. And that's of course when he starts tweeting shit he didn't even want to tweet. Just yeah, to show that he could do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, "Oh yeah, Kate Beckinsale looks nice and hot in that white dress." No! Show, showing him the tweet as I'm sending, no! and he's just like, 
Fuck you! I was pissed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, that man. actually got me away from Sprint. Like, I just, I don't want them anymore. Yeah. Like, I'd rather pay the extra money. It's either either Sprint, where you don't get a signal, or AT&T, when you can't get a good one. Yeah. <laughs> when you get a signal in AT&T, it's pretty solid. Yeah. <laughs> 20% of the time. Um, okay, moving on to more happy news. Uh, <laughs> DC Universe Online has turned one last happy week. Happy birthday uh, to you. <laughs> and Sony Online Entertainment couldn't be happier. That but, it lasted this long. Yeah. The, the popularity of the game has skyrocketed since the change to free-to-play, and SOE would like to point out a few milestones which give reason to celebrate. Um, so here they are. More than 3.5 million heroes, more than 2 million villains. Because there's two factions, you see. Uh, more than 1.8 million registered players on PC, and more than 2.3 million registered players on the PS3. Which is kind of funny, I thought there would be more on the PS3, but whatever. I'm just stupid like that. Um, 3.6 million days of playtime total by all players in-game. Uh, more than 1,200 new NPC characters added since launch. That's cool. More than 200 new quests added since launch. Cool. Mm-hmm. More than 2,500 new items added since launch. Confusing. More than 15 <laughs> new zones added since launch. Takes a long time. More than 1,800 new encounters since launch. Lots of fights. I'm sorry. Uh, two people just passed by on bikes and they sounded mentally challenged. Like, not actually mentally, that wouldn't be funny, but they're just being dumb. Um, SO- arr, 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 that's what they're doing. Uh, SOE would also like to give everyone a free anniversary cape in game as well. The cape, the cape has a number one on the back, and according to SOE, quote, Is it a real cape or for in game? It's for in game. Ah, uh, see. Yeah, that, that's, see, that blows. Right? Yeah. A real cape? A Did real you rock cape, it? yeah. You know, in middle school, I knew a kid that actually wore a purple cape every day to school. And everyone would make fun of him. And when it got to me to make a make a joke or something, I went, that person is my hero. <laughs> because he officially does not give a fuck about what any of you think. He's wearing that cape. He, he wasn't, he didn't have any disabilities. He just wanted to wear a fucking okay. cape. And he did it. And yeah. he rocked the shit out of it. <laughs> It was badass, too. That goes heavy, like a cloak oh, right, cape. Yeah. He was ready for the winner, <laughs> although I was in Arizona. Um, so, quote from SOE, The cape will be granted to players through their mission journal on January 11th. The character must exist on the 11th to be eligible to receive the mission. However, players do not need to log in on the 11th. As long as the character existed on the 11th, players will receive the, the mission the next time they log in. Head over to the official website if you haven't checked the game out yet. You could also play the game on your PS3 as well. It was an alright game. It's For the PC, probably not. It takes forever to download. Like, I downloaded it. It took longer than WoW. Which wow. is unacceptable because WoW is old. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, do, as, do, do with it as you might or whatever the fuck. As you wish. There you go. Alright, well, I'll keep it on the DC train. DC cancels six Choo-choo! titles, but adds six titles. Yep. It seems there there is more, some more changes coming along to the new 52 comics. It seems that they will be adding six comics to their lineup in May, according to the source. While the article focuses on the second wave of titles that are coming out, they mention at the bottom of the blog about the six titles that they're going to replace to keep them in line Which with the Which means half of the people in America that read it don't know this yeah. because they only read the first half and then rage quit the internet. Right. <laughs> yeah. So the new six titles will replace the these six which are being canceled. Blackhawks, Hawk and Dove, Ma- Men of War, Mr. Terrific, OMAC, and Static Shock. The ones that no one have been reading. Yeah. And to be honest, I figured Static Shock would. I figured Static Shock was going to get the boot as well. I, I was actually 
kind of curious if the reason it was even made in the first place was because the creator of Static Shock, who was a great man, recently passed away. Mm, it's possible. Uh, all of which will conclude their um, conclude with their eight issue eight issues in April. The source stated whether these comics were originally designed to be eight issue runs, given what Bob Harris uh, said, <laughs> gives some idea that they might have kind of had that in mind. Many of the characters from our canceled books will appear in DC's New Fifty Two titles and in some very surprising ways. We developing we're developing stories that will reach some um, from cultures around the world to parallel worlds. Uh, we're just getting started. Well, the new waves entitled, and I'm actually really curious about Batman Incorporated. Well, didn't Grant didn't, Morrison is taking didn't over? Didn't Grant right? Morrison write the the previous one? Uh, he wasn't. Doing I it. thought he was. No, I didn't. I didn't. I know probably mixed him up with something. Else. Uh, Grant Morrison is writing on this one. Uh, Earth Two. Didn't write any Batman. Yeah. Is sick. Uh, Earth Two, which is the greatest heroes on a parallel Earth. That's cool. The Justice Society combats them in a collision course with other worlds. World's Finest, which will be written by uh, Paul Levitz. And um, stranded on the world from a parallel reality, Huntress and Power Girl struggle to find their way back to Earth 2. Obviously, cool. they're sticking with the multiple Earths. Here. Which is awesome. Uh, Dial H, which is an ongoing series from acclaimed novelist China... Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the last name. Melville? Melville? Melville. Is a goal ta- is a bold take on an on a classic co- um, concept about psychological effects on every man who accidentally gains powers to become a hero. That sounds kind of dope, actually. I was reading about that, yeah. and it just seems interesting. GI combat, and we also have the Ravagers. So it's definitely going to be uh, it's definitely going to be interesting. I think uh, I'm glad that and, and I'm it, glad a couple books made it through. Too. Yeah, and also too, I'm thinking like that's fairly quick. That was fairly quick for them to start cutting stuff within eight issues. Well, yeah. I mean, it's so po- the new Fifty Two has been so popular now. It's like the sales numbers are probably like you take Static Shock for example, uh, or Hawk and Dove. Why not? Why pick on Static Shock all the time? Hawk and Dove compared to Justice League well, is yeah. probably a drastic difference. I mean, they got to cut something. I think DC is just re- being really organized and and um, strict. About their stuff nowadays, and they they kind of do what Marvel's doing now, you know. Yeah, Marvel's been cutting things left and right too. But I'm still confused when I look at Marvel's lineup. I don't know what's going on half the time. That Scarlet (laughs) Spider looks kind of sick, though. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I think it's time to some jump into some new releases. Oh my goodness! (laughs) Netflix. Um, Downtown. It's Downtown, right? Downtown Abbey. Well, on the thing, it doesn't have a W. Mm. So whatever. Whatever. Downtown Abbey. Downtown. Downton Abbey. Uh, oh, and <laughs> Z's favorite, Justin Bieber, Never Say Never, homie. Uh, yeah. I'm glad I don't have Netflix. Hey, it was just there. Um, <laughs> Criminal Minds, uh, Suspect Behavior. Yeah, I spelled that wrong, too. Um, America's Funniest um, Home Videos, which must be abbreviated now to AFV for yeah. some reason. Um, the Wash. <laughs> that movie, dude. <laughs> That's the car wash. Mm. <laughs> uh, antitrust, um, Big Boss, which was a uh, Bruce Lee movie. Remember that shit, Big Boss? No, actually. where he had to fight. It was like a he moved to a small town or something, and he promised someone he wouldn't fight. So for the majority of the movie, Bruce Lee does nothing. He goes to fight. And he kind of backs off. So you're like, oh, aww. 
And then right at the end, he just rips that shirt off and kicks everyone's <laughs> ass. But it's like, you know, drug kingpin, you yeah. got a blah, blah, blah. But it's a really good movie because it's a Bruce Lee movie. Uh, Carrie will scare the piss out of you. Um, and parents, this was an old, shitty, gonna be a C horror flick where the parents were cannibals and the kids find out. The reason why this movie is epic is because Randy Quaid is the father. <laughs> this movie is a must-watch for anyone who loves just campy fucking horror. I mean, it was just amazing when I saw I saw it when I was a kid. I loved it. <sighs> okay, I got excited. Moving on to games. Amy, which I know came out last week, yeah. delayed on the PS3 because of a price problem. Yeah, I blah, heard blah, about blah. that. So it's coming out on the PS3 on January 17th. Saints Row the Third, Genki Bowl Seven, which is a uh, obviously some DLC, January seventeenth. Gears of War Three, the Phoenix Rising map pack comes out on January seventeenth as well. What is coming out in the theaters, sir? In theaters, we have Highwire or Haywire, which oh. actually looks really cool with that MMA chick. Yeah. Um, well, we saw that shit at, uh, at Comic Con where uh, she fought Michael Fassbender, and then the fighting is so sick because she's really kicking. You just see her just ass. boom, beat the shit out of him. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. Red Tails, which is the uh, the basically the buffalo buffalo soldier of World War Two. Oh, isn't it the um, uh, the Tuskegee? Yeah, the Tuskegee Airmen. Airmen. Dude, that movie looks sick, though. Yeah, uh, George Lucas was behind it because, according to him, no mo- no studio would make a movie about all black men in World War Two. That's fucked up. Yeah, because that movie looks sick. It does. Seriously, uh, Full Metal Alchemist, the Sacred Star of. Milos, a limited release. A little bit of anime for you. Yeah. And Underworld Awakening, and who can... That's going to com- be in 3D, too. Yeah, who can complain of Kate Beckinsale and... In 3D. In 3D, <laughs> in, that, in that outfit. Yeah. Um, DVD, we've got Abduction, for you uh, Twilight fans. Adaptation. Hey, let's, let's, let's take it back for a minute. Although, Shockboy's in it. <laughs> that movie looks kind of in. They may look a little rant, you know, yeah. just something to check out with with, uh, with the family or something. It looks kind of cool because he's he could do the action. Yeah, that's why he was the wolf, you know, because yeah. he could do the action. Now, now one movie that should not have made it to even theaters: Bucky Larson, oh Born God. to Be a Star. I don't want to see this. Yeah, and, and a lot of people saying, "Oh, it's the, it's the next Grandma's Boy." I'm sorry, no, it's, it's not. not. No. no, it looks retarded. Yeah, uh, Courageous, Good Morning, Vietnam, 25th Anniversary yeah, Edition. Yeah, classic. Of course. The Ides of March, and Sliders, the fit final season. I missed that one. Yeah, Amazing. I think a lot of people missed that, that, hey, that one. Hey, Sliders was the shit, dude. Back, yeah, before... Um, I think it's on Netflix. Before Brothers Connolly took over. <laughs> yeah, I got kind of lame at the end. Yeah. All right, so comic books for this week. Let's. What's on the DC side? DC. If I don't say the number, it's the fifth issue. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Batman Odyssey 4 of 7. Batman Odyssey is actually working out to be pretty slick. Um, Birds of Prey, Blue Beetle, Captain Atom. Uh, Catwoman, DC Universe Presents. Diablo 2 of 5. That is based off the video game, my friends. Um, End of Nations 3 of 4. Green Lantern Corp. Uh, Justice League. Legion of Superheroes. Nightwing. Red Hood and the Outlaws. Uh, Resurrection Man Volume 1 Trade Paperback. Resurrection Man is the shit. You should buy that. Secret Six, The Darkest House. I shouldn't even have to explain that. <laughs> um, Supergirl, uh, War of the Lanterns Aftermath. War of the Lanterns was one of the last um, things to happen to the DC Universe before Flashpoint. And War of the Lanterns was pretty cool. It wasn't the best thing, but it was it was pretty cool. Aftermath's what happened afterwards, which has no relevance anymore. Um, <laughs> and Wonder Woman. Moving on. All right, so on the Marvel side, we've got... 
Amazing Spider-Man 678, Avengers 21, Avenging Spider-Man number 3, Daredevil number 8, Fear Itself, Fearless number 7, Halo, Fall of the Fall of Reach. Ooh, I want to pick that one up. Number 1 of 4. Uh, Invincible Iron Man 512, Moon Knight number 9, <laughs> New Mutants 36, X-Men Regenesis, Ultimate Comics Hawkeye by Jonathan Hickman, uh, pre uh, Premiere, hardcover. Uh, we've got Ultimate Comics Spider-Man number 6, Uncanny X-Force number 20, X-Men Regenesis, Uncanny X-Men 5, and Venom number 12. Ooh. And in some other titles... Uh, Game of Thrones issue 5 from um, Dynamite. Dynamite. My, my abbreviation, I was like, huh? <laughs> Star Trek The Ongoing, uh, number five, is from Dana. No, 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 I'm sorry. IDW. 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 <laughs> we have Dark Shadows, number four, from Dynamite. Uh, Cobra <laughs> Going Nine, from IDW. Danger Girl Revolver, Ooh. number one, IDW. And Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles, number six, yeah. from IDW. Dynamite. <laughs> uh, just a couple collectibles. Um, Disney comics and stories, characters. Let me check this because there wasn't any photographs. I always love the Disney stuff, so I'll put it up anyway, even if there isn't a photograph. But let me see if they added one. And they haven't. <laughs> so it either looks like no image available or whatever. But <laughs> it's uh, six, uh, a quarter inch tall. Limited to 750 numbered pieces, packaged in its own tin box with a pin back button, and character booklets. Forty nine ninety five. the fifth character in the Disney comic comics and story series, is a classic villain and longtime nemesis of Mickey Mouse, the Phantom Blot. That's who it is. Okay? <laughs> from, the, from the cover of Mickey Mouse House Wits, the Phantom Blot. You're welcome. Um... <laughs> Let me click on this one because I forgot what it was. I was more excited about the last one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Emmy Kami Wonder Woman as Star Saf Sapphire. So during the Blackest Night, Wonder Woman embraced the star heart, uh, becoming a warrior of love. A star sapphire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you look at it, though, the statue's pretty interesting because it doesn't even look like Wonder Woman, but you're like, that's Wonder Woman? I wouldn't buy it. It's just kind of cool. Uh, unless you have some sort of twisted fantasy. Most comic book fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the last, but definitely not least. Um, Batman Black and White. Batman Black and White. But oh, by shit. Sergio Ar Argonoes, which is an amazing rendition of Batman as a pleasantly plump gentleman. <laughs> um, overly cartoonish in the face. It li literally Homer Simpson in a Batman costume. Yeah, it does, really. Um, it's just... God, that is a Simpson Oh, it's face. from Mad Magazine. I'm sorry. Oh. This is Mad Magazine's um, rendition of it. So good, though. I mean, it, that would be His awesome. His midsection is so large that you could have an... Um, amazing amount of stuff on that utility belt you know what's funny though is that his midsection is is overly plump but it looks like he still has abs i know it's because looks like still cut. badass you <laughs> yeah. know i'm gonna be the cuttest fat guy you've ever that's seen right and that and that's um that is a smooth 90 dollars comes out mm. january 18th um and that's all i got yeah all right well uh as many of you know ces oh yeah was this past week the Consumer Electronics Show, for those of you that don't, abla. Um, we have... You okay over there? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, it's held every year in Vegas. And um, some 
very very beautiful things were um, were were You're displayed out people, there. My friends. <laughs> some meh, and and some just really should not have been. What the hell was that? Yeah, like, really, guys. Uh, of course, my biggest favorite was uh, LG's 55 inch O LED TV. Amazing. Oh my god, I think that it was ridiculous. I mean, donkulous. <laughs> I, you have. I mean, okay, so. Everybody's seen, you know, like, oh, well, how well can they do any more, you know, TVs? This thing is the thinnest TV imaginable. Literally, it's like four millimeters thick. Mm -hmm. And it's just, there. there's very little. If you've seen the pictures, if you can go, actually go to the website, thelazygeeks.com, mm -hmm. you can actually see an image of how these thin these TVs look. And even Kevin Pereira from G4 basically blew his wad on that whole thing. Yes. It, it's, uh, there's of course no pricing for it, of course. Uh, but it's got, uh, built in mic, magic motion remote, uh, active social media. It's a smart TV, so you'll be able to do so much crap with it. And it's got passive 3D. So there's a lot to this TV that just was like, oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this oh, and I was just God. like, I know, I was, saw, I sat there and I saw this and I was like, uh, uh, I didn't want that. I want that. I literally was thinking of, if I could make a run down to CES, break in and grab one of those. Just steal shit. And just steal just shit. Just steal shit. Yeah. Although the um although uh, LG did make a pretty interesting um uh I guess prediction that they believe by twenty sixteen OL OLED, which is organic light emanating diodes yeah. television. It's alive. Will be the same price as LED. That's a a sound prediction. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I mean, four years. Four yeah. years, yeah. Because every, technology always, you know, it, it starts to, once it's mass made and everything, everything yeah. starts coming down. So that's it, a, it's a possibility. Um, some things that I really dug. One, um, first and foremost, and I already spoke about this, was I think that online, online coming to uh, Google TV is, is pretty sick. I mean, that, mm. that's just, it's almost like another evolution of gaming where right. it's just, it's blended in. Um, I really hope that OnLive can get as many video games as possible because they have some some new release. They have Saints Row the Third. They have Batman Arkham City, but they lack Modern Warfare Three. They lack <laughs> Battlefield Three. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. One thing I really dug too, too. What was it? I'm not gonna just stall by making noise. Oh, um, I guess this was pretty cool. But the sim the simple simple dot TV. Yeah, which is it's. It basically connects to your television or your cable, your satellite or whatever, um, and your scrambler. I mean, whatever you're using, <laughs> and uh, allows you to stream that content uh, to any device over that you have. Yeah, yeah, over the Wi-Fi um, for an extra five dollars a month. It's like a DVR. Yeah, and you can play it. You can distribute to any digital device. Which yeah, it is doesn't cool. have a it doesn't have a built-in hard drive, but it has a USB port. You just plug in an external. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, I actually like that better because if the hard drive goes, you just buy another one. Your device still works. Yeah. Um, and that's the cool thing because it was like 150 bucks. Yeah. And then it was five extra bucks. You can get the um, you can get that online that um, you can string your content to any device, which isn't bad. Yeah. You know, I've spent a lot for far less, and that was actually. My meh, I kind of went too fast. The thing that I forgot was the the blocky camera from Sony. Oh yes, um, that now a lot of people are saying, "Well, why don't you just use your phone?" I'm not. Me and Steve are not, or Steve and I are <laughs> both 
Don't use don't use proper English. It just creeps me out. Yeah, <laughs> are both um, <laughs> are both in the same school of thought that I don't want to use my phone for everything. Yeah, but I want my phone to be able to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> See, I like when I don't bring my camera with me. I can be like, oh shit, click. Right. You know, or take a quick video. But the thing I like about the bloggy camera is two fifty. Now they do have one at Target right now that's one fifty, but it lacks a few features. It lacks the light um, and some other shit. But it. It records full HD. It's shockproof, waterproof, right. and dustproof. That's amazing, especially if you have a family. Amazing. I mean, you can, you can, and not just waterproof, my friends. Not just oh, I dropped it. You can film in water, and it doesn't look like the really crazy, freaking like all yellow combat ready <laughs> cameras that you used to put in the water. Um, you can take not only the HD video, but you can take HD stills. You can also take the HD stills while filming a video. Yeah, that's that cool. is amazing. That is really you're basically cool. taking screenshots of film that you're recording. Um, I think it's awesome. It's small. It's about the size of what about the size of an iPhone? Yeah, yeah about uh, maybe a little bigger. Full touch screen on the back has a one big record button. I, I, I can like, use gloves. I, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. I was like, I like the fact that you can use it while you're using gloves. Yeah, you know, and and this thing this thing is built for someone on the go, someone who is is not just being dainty with their shit with a special camera bag. Someone's got right. this shit in their pocket. They're ready to go. I love it. And I want one of these, like, right now. <laughs> it's one amazing. Thing that, one thing that I was kind of impressed with was uh, Gorilla Glass. Mm. With their new Gorilla Glass 2, which allows it to be stronger, but also allows the screens to be 20% thicker. And I'll tell you what, that Gorilla Glass, I had the, the first generation Gorilla Glass on my, I had a Samsung Epic, and that actually had Gorilla Glass. Amazing. I yeah. mean, it was very resistant to scratches, and I dropped the phone a couple times. Yeah. And I know an iPhone wouldn't have lasted. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that um, I know uh, Adam and I were talking about was the HTC Titan 2, baby. Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, I've always been kind of a fan of the Windows 7 phones. I just dig it. I dig yeah. the way it looks. I, I like I screw around with it at the stores. But, and he screwed it, too. Oh, but... Um, <laughs> I haven't seen many devices that have been just have really wowed me. I've just seen some pretty standard mid range stuff. Um, the Titan Two wowed the <laughs> shit out of me. Sixteen you, megapixel camera built in this thing. Yeah, sixteen wow. megapixel, um, and it's also four G light. Yes, ready. So which suck it, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because of the fact that you know, I, I think this is this helps Apple because everybody's talking about, especially online. And even we've mentioned it is that Verizon has such a big leap ahead of yeah. AT and T, and we're not even going to mention Sprint in that whole thing. Uh, there's no it, need. To. There's no need to. Yeah, it has such a big leap as far as the 4G um, uh, network goes. Is that this is what AT and T needs to do to stay competitive? Is to drop a phone that will just wow the fuck out of people. Yeah. Now, it's going. It uses. Uh, it uses Windows uh, five seven point five Mango operating system obviously probably when eight comes out they'll do a, yeah. a major update on that and uh, that's the cool thing is that it will i can see microsoft not going the apple route where they need new hardware just to put the new operating system right. i can see microsoft going here you go here's windows 8 you might have to pay for it yeah but here it is and and you know and, and so the two biggest features on this one which i dug was the fact that it was a 16 megapixel camera which if Boom. you look at even the bat one of the best sony snap and shoot cams um, it's 16.1. Yeah. So you have the quality of a fucking uh, point-and-shoot camera. Um, 
Everything else is the same as a 4.7 inch uh, uh, LCD screen. Oh, it's amazing how big that screen yeah. was. You have the 1.3 megapixel front facing camera, yep. the 1.5 gigahertz Snapdragon 2 processor, Ooh. and it also supports 720 HD video uh, recording. You can also record from the front facing camera, which looks pretty cool. Yeah. And um, other specs are the, inter the 16 gigabyte internal flash memory and the one uh, the 1730. Uh, lithium-ion battery. No, it has internal flash memory. Does it have S uh, an SD card? Yes, it does. That's you, amazing. Yeah. So it, it's just it's one of those things that it was just like when I saw this, I was like, wow. And even you Apple haters, I mean, even you uh, Apple lovers out there, your cultists, have to admit the iPhone only has an eight megapixel camera. Eight megapixel camera doesn't and have four G. I mean, of course they're going to get there, but they don't have it now, mm -hmm. and we're talking about right now. Um, when is the Titan Two supposed to drop? Um, they haven't said yet, but um, sometime this year. But yeah, it's going to be this year because there's already a Titan out. There's right already now. A, 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 I think it's the top of the line for Windows Seven phones. Yeah, right now. and um, they announced it this past week, so we can assume that we'll probably see it just before summer. Yeah. I'm actually tempted to look at AT&T's pricing rates. Uh, I would deal with their bullshit for a phone <laughs> like that. I would deal right? with bullshit just for that. Um, oh, one of 16. my... Uh, I know, right? Uh, one of my complete what-the-fuck <laughs> was um, Panasonic and MySpace partnership. Yeah, who... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that's that? That's like going to... This is going to sound kind of mean, but that's like Panasonic went to the pound and bought the dog that was about to die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that was nice and all, but... <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I, I saw this and I was like, what, what, what? The first line of the article I have is probably one of the names no one ever expected to see at the CES show, but nonetheless, it's out there, circling, yeah. trying to find a way to be relevant. Um... During the Panasonic CES presentation, <laughs> yeah, they uh, seemed that they tried to, according to uh, CNET, pull a Steve Jobs' one more thing moment and brought out Justin Timberlake to present MySpace TV. Now, according to reports, um, it's supposed to basically allow people a chance to, I guess, Twitter in real time on something they are watching on TV. So it basically kind of combines... It, what I got out of the, the article... Twitter in real time all the time. It was like Twitter with get glue. And it gives it allows people to bash and share television and show together. So for me, I was like, Panasonic, really? Really? that That's what you had? But don't we already do that with Twitter? Yeah, we do that with Twitter. I mean, everybody bashes shit in real time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can have my laptop open while watching television and tweet something. Um, One of my meh... Another meh that I'm I had something right now. <laughs> is uh, was the Opera TV app. The reason the reason I, I say it's a meh is because it's not linked with anybody. Now, if you guys have used Opera, I like the Opera um, browser, and uh, and I know uh, Adam likes it too. Yeah, I do. But uh, it, it looks really cool. I put the video. Um, they have a the video for it up on uh, on uh, the Lazy Geeks. And it enables you to connect to Facebook, watch uh, TV, see local um, weather and stuff like that. And it looks cool and it looks clean. I liked it. The only problem that I had was is it wasn't linked to anybody. Nobody has a partnership with them yet. So for me, it was kind of like, okay, bit of a cock tease. <laughs> you know, and, and nobody likes blue balls. No. You know. No. <laughs> any, uh, any other ones that you had? I just tweeted... 
This is really Panasonic and MySpace partnership. Panasonic must have had a coyote ugly moment. <laughs> um, See, I just tweeted in real time. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> although we're, you guys, when you're hearing this, the tweet's going to be old. But I don't tweet that much. <laughs> you probably see it there. Um, oh, we did like the, uh, what the hell was that camera called? The little rectangle camera? Oh, fuck, I forgot his camera. That was talking about. But basically, it's this, I can't remember what it's called. But it, it's like a little, um, it's like a little cube, basically. It looks like a little kaleidoscope. Like Yeah, yeah. Can... And there's one button on it. And a little touch screen about the size looks of like, a... Looks like a lightsaber. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's, about, it's about, the touch screen's about the size of a shuffle at one end and it has no no um focus you don't have to focus and what it does is i think it takes a picture of the image at every it focuses on everything yeah. and then when you put it in, onto your computer on the software you can change the focus yeah yourself. so it's pretty amazing yeah so let's say you have a picture of you know the guy in the foreground but you actually see something really nice in the background but it's out of focus yeah you can actually signal it to to focus in the person in the background and then suddenly it'll alter the focus, which is actually pretty cool. I saw that and I thought, that's nice. Yeah. That that was something that I think, yeah, like Kevin Pereira said, he goes, that would be good in, um, like, cell phones and tablets and things like that. I think that would be cool. A few other things they had, um, BlueStacks, which is, uh, gives you the ability to run, an- run Android apps in a Windows phone setting, which I thought was a pretty damn amazing thing. I mean, Windows phone, they have apps, but obviously they don't have as much as Android. Right. But if... If Microsoft embraces BlueStacks, which they should, but they won't, um, <laughs> it, it could be an amazing marketing tool. Saying, you know what? We have our own set of apps, but hey, we love Android too, so yeah. come over and use us and blah, blah, blah. But Android probably wouldn't let us do that. Anyway, um, that was pretty cool. I also liked, um, I can't remember what it's called, but NVIDIA's, uh, we're so prepared. I know. N- NVIDIA was talking about the Tegra 3 processor. Their, their keynote, basically, was awesome. Talking about some new things to come. Um, the Grill Glass, as you said. Uh, oh, BlueStacks is for Windows 8. I'm sorry. It's for Windows 8. Not not the, I said Windows Phone, but not Windows 7 Phone. Oh, yeah. It's for Windows 8. Just, oh, the MakerBot. Did you see that? Mm-mm. The 3D printer? No, I didn't see it. It's fucking awesome. It's this, it's this box. They've had this technology, but still, they were showing it. It's better now. And it can print like an image, like a three-dimensional image from a computer. And it makes the three-dimensional thing. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah. yeah. Well, they ha- it's they look a little more advanced now and they can do more things. They had one making a robot. Hmm? Uh, like a, well, you know, a model of a right. robot. Uh, so that was pretty amazing. I know they were talking about, a long time ago, they were talking about putting that on the space station to make tools. That would be cool. Yeah, so... One Replicators, dude. Yeah, Just there you go. There Just you saying, go. dude. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to say was um, was an actual win was uh, Samsung had partnered up with DirecTV and has now created a boxless partnership, which will allow anybody who has a Samsung smart television and, uh, uh, let's just say, their HD DVR, because why would you have an HD TV and not an HD DVR, but will allow them to uh, utilize an app through uh, Samsung to stream your DVR content to a TV without it literally being connected. That's cool. That I thought that so was... So if you like, had the DVR in the living room, but you had a Samsung TV, TV in your, your bedroom. bedroom. But then, then you sit there and go, isn't that kind of shooting DirecTV in the foot? Because they, they tote their yeah, but this is only for DVRs. Sam- yeah, but this is also for Samsung. This is just Samsung's TV, yeah. so... 
you know, it's a cool partnership because you can just use it, and you have to have the the smart television, and the, it's designed to go with the H the HR thirty fours. So you know, it, and it's really cool, and yeah, it does kind of shoot you in the um, shoot them in the foot, but in actuality, they're pretty smart to know that a lot of people are going to go this way, so they might as well. Because you already yeah. have to be a DirecTV customer. You're getting to get their foot in the door, basically. Yeah, we have already have a DirecTV customer. And, you know, to get Well, this. let's not nitpick about equipment. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so I, I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, BitTorrent TV coming, but not, not in the US. America. So yeah. Enjoy that kind of, everyone else. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but the TV stuff was really impressive. The Opera TV thing, the Google TV with OnLive. I thought a lot of people were saying CES Blue, but I thought it was pretty cool. I thought, yeah, I was, think last year's was a little more exciting. Yeah. But. Well, this one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting was Verizon going completely 4G now. Yeah. Every this was actually kind of cool um, because now, starting now, they're going. Every phone that comes out is going to be um, on is going to be able to work on the 4G light service. Which is pretty amazing. Which is pretty cool. That's the first step into saying, hey, you know what? Yeah, I know they've had three outages in the last month. But, you know, they're, and, and, and Verizon mentioned this too, that you know, we're suffering gro- growing pains. We're the, they're the first company to, to expand their market. Yeah. So, because if you look at their markets, there are 19 different markets. Or 100, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not 19, 190 different markets and three, 200 million people. So, and they expect to have their um, LG network completed by the end of next year. That's amazing. So... You know that even even some that have the um, EBDO 4G, it will completely change it over. So that that's pretty that's pretty bad. I mean, I, I like my first line of my article too. It seems that 3G is going the way of Friendster and MySpace soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean that's what really should happen. But the problem is is that a lot of companies have been slow to expand their network, and yeah. that's what's a lot of people are just kind of like, yeah, 4G is great when I can use it. Yeah, when I can get you it. Know, so. But unless you're Verizon, which yeah. most of the time you can use it anywhere you want. Yeah. Actually, isn't AT&T's 4G network pretty extensive, too? Um, it's not nearly as, as extensive but as... But they're, like, second, though, because that's the gap. That, yeah, the, 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 Verizon is killing it, and then everyone else yeah, is buying and, and, and the thing is, is that, well, they spent so much... Modern Warfare on, 3 and Just Dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they spent so much money on the whole... Um, T-Mobile thing that they really didn't spend as much time on expanding their 4G network because they were hoping to get the T-Mobile in that yeah. area. So I think that's a bit of a blow to them, but I'm sure they'll come back pretty quick. The last one that I had, my last, like, kind of meh. It's meh, but at the same time, it's kind of on it's that meh, meh but, but it's, it's like, it's like meh, but on the what the fuck kind of thing. <laughs> uh, for you Com- Comcast customers, if you didn't want to have another reason to hate Comcast, here's another one for you. Uh, their AnyPlay app for the iPad. It's cool in in, mm-hmm. in essence of the fact that you get to kind of do the same it's thing. Cool, I guess. And uh, <laughs> you get to do the same thing as Cablevision and Time Warner. You get to, you know, access their stuff. But the problem with access this tonight. is that, yeah, they offer, hey, you can watch live TV, providing you're at home and being able to access... Next to your television. Next to your television, <laughs> watching, um, watching it through your Wi-Fi. I think that's a bit of a drag. And the problem with that is that it doesn't allow you to watch live television from the airport or yeah. you know wherever you're not in front of your television which and i was thinking about this it would be kind of cool for someone like me who has multiple people in the house i have, I have children who want to watch freaking dora the explorer and i want to watch them 
But for someone like Steve, eh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you can just turn your TV on. Yeah, I have my TV, my own personal TV, and a TV in the living room. And it's just kind of like, meh. I said meh. Meh. I said meh. But you can, but when you're, when you don't have, when you're not next to a Wi-Fi, you can get one of their 8,000 on-demand movies and television shows. Mm-hmm. So you can watch something which, you know, it, it, to me it was kind of like through their, this is through their Xfinity app, by the way. And this is also available, this is only available through the iPod and coming soon to the Motorola Zoom. So while it's kind of like a cool, but kind of lame at the same time, because if you wanted to watch on-demand movies and stuff like that, you just have Netflix. Yeah. And and you're done. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's just me. Any last ones you want to no, throw out I think, there? I think we pretty much covered everything yeah. that I can remember. Um, I thought CES had a lot of interesting things. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's over now. <laughs> <laughs> so, we can move on with our lives. Uh, I mean, but overall, you know, I wasn't completely blown away with everything CES had. Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't think it was the worst CES. And I, I don't think it was, like, the greatest one. I think it just had a lot of cool stuff for uh, the, the later technology. The, like the stuff that we will be seeing in a few years, yeah. I think that's kind of that's kind of the stuff that we will be seeing, and I think that's what it really had. A lot of the future stuff. All right, in the world of tomorrow. <laughs> All right, well, I think it's time to uh, get into some uh, douche abagare. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> so, uh, my, my number three douchebag is I titled this one. How, why, what? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, that was funny. Uh, Brazilian lawmaker calls for Nicholas Bride Band. Now, a Brazilian politician has proposed legislation to force brides to wear knickers under their dresses. That's panties for our, all of you non, uh, non-European. non <laughs> <laughs> Knickers. Yeah. Um, Ozia Sisis claims women are increasingly turning up to the altar without any underwear in his hometown of Vila Hel- uh, Hela. Vila so- no panties. <laughs> uh, some superstitious brides choose to not wear knickers because they believe their marriages will last longer. Uh, there are a <laughs> lot of women who believe that if they get married without wearing knickers, this helps secure their nuptials longer. He it helps secure something. I'll yeah. tell you that much. I want to know, how does he know? Helps secure the honeymoon. How does he know that, though? He asks. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Extensive scientific research. By the way, this this comes from Digital Spy. Um, uh, The person, in fact, can get married in whatever they like, but the moment they enter a place of worship, they should show some respect, and without knickers just won't do it. Counselor, um, uh, Counselor Sisi hopes that the law will save clergymen from embarrassment. They will only be embarrassed if they know. You know, um... What, whatever happens to don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, you know, I mean, that, that's that's my point of view. However, what? a nearby... No fuck. <laughs> yeah, however, a nearby pastor who conducts weddings in his town um, uh, branded the bill ridiculous. <laughs> Enoch de Castro stated, I would... I, it would be an absurd thing to try to police something like this to find out whether the bride is wearing knickers or not. Hey, <laughs> I'll take that job. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. Can, can you, you imagine, bend over, can you, please? Can, can you imagine the the uh, the job posting for that? <laughs> <laughs> Knickers inspector. Yeah, God. My number two douchebag 
I titled this, DC's new logo reminds me of a douchebag time. And uh, it's funny. This article, actually, when you're listening to this podcast, will be today. Uh, some of you have, may have noticed that DC has registered a new trademark by DC Comics and DC Entertainment. As you can just see, the trademark is kind of lame. But uh, this hasn't been anything official as their new logo for the comics, movies, or merchandising. By the way, if you want to know what the font is, it's called Gotham. Yeah, that's right. What font? Their new font for their new logo. Jesus. You haven't seen that one? This no. This is their new logo. What the hell is that? I know, right? <laughs> what in God's name? <laughs> like most people, it looks a bit lame. I'm not sure what they're trying to accomplish um, with this Other particular... pissing people off. With this particular redesign, but... Who are we to judge what a major corporation does? Bleeding Cool mentioned an old story that DC tried to sue the California Shoe Company with a similar design for trademark. Um, you remember, you know that shoe company, right? With yes. This, that logo. DC Shoes. Yeah, DC Shoes. You know? and uh, Their logo's kind of pimp, though. It is. But during the course... Uh, uh, now, DC Comics saw that the shoe company, a California shoe company, uh, DC Shoes, was using something kind of similar. So, of course... They were going to sue them. Well, of course, during the process of the litigation, the shoe company actually found out that DC never properly trademarked the design and that the shoe company had a case against the comic publisher. Uh, Oops. In the end, DC Comics had to pay the shoe company a large sum to continue using the trademark design. (laughs) Now, that was back in 2008. So maybe they're just covering their bases at this point. Uh... That's just funny. I thought that that was just, that was, ah, uh, that was just, that was brilliant. So, my number one douchebag, it's been in the news the last couple of weeks, and um, I just thought it was funny. never got around to actually talking about it. Texas teen invents false identity and is deported to Colombia. So, a runaway teenager was deported to Colombia after assuming a false identity as an illegal immigrant. 15-year-old Dallas resident, I'm not even going to pronounce her name, but her last name is Turner because the rest of that I can't pronounce, uh, identified herself... um, I want to pronounce it. (laughs) uh, Identified herself to police as a 21-year-old from Bogota and proceeded to convince a number of high-ranking officials, including her lawyers and a Colombian diplomat, that she was not permitted in the country. At at no time during these criminal proceedings was her identity determined to be false, a spokesperson for the Immigration and Custom Enforcement Agency told the AP. The representative added that an investigation into the case has been launched. Turner, who ran away from her parents after her parents decided to uh, file for divorce, was eventually tracked down on Facebook by her grandmother under the name Tika Solo Tulong and Tika Confrero. The U.S. Embassy in Bogota asked police to collect Turner from the Colombian detention facility in December, but she is reported as still being held there for unknown reasons. Immigration and Custom Enforcement said that the criminal database and fingerprints check it carried out during the deportation process had, quote, revealed no information to invalidate, unquote, her claims to be Tico basically Cortez. just deporting people. Yeah. You're brown, so you're obviously yeah. can be deported. Oh, you're you say you're illegal? Yeah, I'm 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 illegal. I'm this person. Okay, bye bye. Peace. Yeah, late. 
Deuces, bitch. <laughs> bring and check it. Yeah. Don't it. tell me that you didn't do you did the fingerprint. They didn't come up with a social security number. Yeah. Come on. You know, or it's like you know. I mean, she's 15 years old. How old does this chick look to pass for 21? Come on. It's <laughs> like, wow, really, dude. That's why I said, is she hot? And then stopped because I forgot you said. I, I remember 21 <laughs> and forgot you had said 15. Oh, which man. means I don't care. <laughs> Uh, and, and wait a minute. So she's a, she's obviously an idiot. Right. She's a runaway. She hates her parents so much that not only does she want to leave, she wants to move to Colombia. Colombia, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> one thing to say about my douchebags this week is they're all from me. <laughs> I wrote all these articles so everyone can suck it. Uh, my third, my third douchebag. <sighs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Mario Kart clone makes me laugh. So, Molecat <laughs> debuted on the iOS App Store, only to be taken down rather quickly. I guess Apple doesn't like to allow ripoffs of games on their store. <laughs> uh, now, there's a trailer. You mean like Modern Battlefield Three? <laughs> yeah. There's there's a trailer on thelazygeeks.com. I saw that. It's it's one thing to make a kart racing game. I mean, Sonic has done it, and that's fine. It's a genre. You know what I mean? But this one uses the same fonts, the same graphics. Um, it's it's just painful how how much it looks. I mean, I can play the video. You can hear the music, I guess. No, I was just... I'm putting in a tweet right now. Uh, you can tweet all you want. <laughs> oh, never mind. It says this video has been removed by you, the user. Oh. Uh, I do a little searching on YouTube then. <laughs> Still go to Lazy Geek, so just to verify that it's not there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was just my first... It's just... I said, um, do you think something like this is okay um, or and doesn't hurt anyone or do you think people should come up with their own stuff? And I'm pretty much on the fence of come up with your own shit. Like, it's mm. kind of pathetic. Moving on. The reason that was the third is because there wasn't much meat to that. <laughs> uh, so Best Buy being Best Buy. Best Buy... Best Buy seems to think Diablo 3 will drop on February 1st. Blizzard doesn't agree. A uh, picture I used was Captain John Lincoln with the face pop. I baby. saw that. I, yeah. um, sometimes you have those moments where you say something that gets people really excited only to find out it wasn't true. This isn't that big of a deal for you because you're not a huge retail chain. Best Buy, on the other hand. <laughs> so, Best Buy put an end cap up. Midnight opening, pre-order today. <laughs> I saw that. Diablo 3 has, has a little fucking digital... Read out on the bottom, February 1st. Everyone blew their fucking lid. They were like, what? <laughs> so Joystick, great website, even contacted the store. Which store was it? This was in uh, Rochester, Minnesota. Joystick even contacted the store and the Best Buy in question confirmed, confirmed that it was legit. So the Best Buy said, yeah, it's February 1st. Best Buy's own website, at the time of writing the article last week, claimed the same exact date. So it wasn't just a store. The only problem is that... The only problem is this is all news to Blizzard, uh, the developer the developer of the game. Blizzard community manager Micah Whipple... <laughs> that's an awesome name. Uh, ...posted a response to this uh, ad on Twitter. Because that's how important it is to him. I'll just tweet about it real quick. Yeah. You know? Uh, he says... Or Diablo 3 does not have a release date. Any store or person claiming otherwise is guessing. Uh, Joystick has also reported that the sign has been taken down. 
The real question here is how the hell did the ad get up, get put up in the first place? Was it a practical joke or an error in scheduling? Personally, I think they probably just saw it on the website one day. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so cool. But this is just another reason in a long list of reasons why Best Buy Lately is failing hard. <laughs> Hardcore. I mean, that, it's one thing to say, you know, Mickey's Funland is coming out too early. And then everyone goes, oh, Best Buy. <laughs> Diablo fucking three? Yeah. Make people wet themselves and then they want to kill you. Yeah, because then they're like, oh my god, oh my god, it's coming out, it's coming out, we gotta get it, we gotta get it, we gotta get it. Oh, well, oh. whoops. I mean, you know, when you pre-order it and you get your money, you give them your money to pre-order this, and it's like, oh, wait, we were wrong. That's... There's always stipulation. I don't know about them actually being wrong, but there's always stipulation that if the date gets changed. Yeah, well, the date but, was never announced. Yeah, it was you know, so... But it's always like that. Never, never... Um, trust a date unless the company who made the game has announced the date or the publisher of the game. <laughs> like if Activision says their game's coming out, then I can pretty much guarantee that's their plan anyway. Uh, my number one douchebag, which was actually one of yours, until you oh, noticed yeah. that Big Dog took it. Yeah. Well, no, it was mine, and then I noticed you put your. Then you put yours yeah. up a day later. <laughs> I'm a, a douchebag who said fuck you, <laughs> <sighs> but he was he was nice enough to let me keep it. Um, yeah, because then I saw the DC thing and I thought, yeah, that'll work. Yeah. So I titled this one, Maybe Shut Up Next Time. <laughs> this was so awesome. Yeah. So awesomely failed. Um, a bold statement was made at CES uh, that has the interweb shaking their <laughs> shaking their head in confusion as well as curiosity. <laughs> Cloud gaming service Giake, ugh, I wonder if everyone views this on live, um, has predicted that either Sony or Microsoft will step down from the gaming console market during E3. Uh, Guy K, I don't know how to say that, and I get pissed off every time to say it. Uh, product officers Nanu Reeves says, not all of the current console makers will have one more generation. That will be the big news at E3, because he's Nostra-fucking-Domus. <laughs> This this not only isn't this not only isn't based on much evidence, but doesn't make much sense either. Keep in mind, since Giake is a cloud-based service, one less console to go up against would be the, in the company's best interest. That being said, it's easy to see how this claim may may be more of a dream than a reality. This prediction comes a day after Sony's Kaz Harare. I'm pronouncing that really wrong. Announced there will be no PS4 at this year's E3. I wouldn't go as far to say this shows that there will be no PS4 ever. Yeah. I think Mr. Reeves shouldn't make grand claims without some fact to back them up. He made himself look so, so stupid. So much like a douchebag you know, right there. I mean, he could say, I wish there was never going to yeah. be a Sony PlayStation. And we would all go, oh, I bet you do. Yeah, and then it would exactly. be that it. But he's making a prediction. Not only, I mean, let's take apart what the prediction is. Who cares about that? Basis of no fact. Right. It's based on whimsical fucking fancy in his head. And that's just fail. When you're the fucking product manager of something. Well, when you, the, the problem that I had with this, and this this was what everybody, you know, they everybody had said that there will be no PS4 at this year's Xbox, uh, 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 um, E3. Yeah, and when I heard that, I was like, okay, it makes Sony sense says whatever. Because Sony had said when the PS3 came out that they were looking to keep a 10-year uh, year, And that's what, they, that's what they're saying about no PS4 yeah. come out. They, and then they, they think that's 10 years. Exactly. When And in the beginning of the year, they're like, 
we're sticking to this 10-year program, but the interwebs continue to say, oh, there's going to be this new rumor that this guy who works with this guy who knows this other dude who has a friend on Facebook that works for Xbox, he knows that they're developing this. So what if they're developing this stuff? If they're, of course, they're going to be years in development until it's actually released and made, but this is the fault of the people. And then this dude's looking like a bigger chump by sit there and say, oh yeah, that's why they're not going to, because they're going to go cloud-based, which means you guys need to jump on our bandwagon. And, and, yeah, that's um, not so, how and it works. it's just like, no, dude, you think Windows is going to give it up? You think, I mean, Microsoft is going to give it up? Same thing with Sony? No, they're going to wait till they release a device that goes the way of, you know, um, the way of, <laughs> sorry, but the way of Sega, you know, until the, Ooh. yeah. Until the device goes that way, then they may think, well, maybe we need to go a cloud. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know. It's just, I'm on their website right now. They have some choice games. Like, they have Crisis 2. The biggest game, that's funny, because they have Crisis 2, The Witcher 2, um, Magicka, Dragon Age 2, Dead Rising 2. But the biggest game they're promoting on their front page is Farming Simulator 2011. Wow. Yeah. So. But my, my problem with that is that, do you think Microsoft. Oh, you can play it in the browser. That's kind of cool. And you think Sony would willingly give up the millions of dollars they make in individual game sales that easily? That would be a no, yeah. sir. Uh, what a Fail. Uh, Who won? Who right. won? Who won? This week... <laughs> Who won the internet? <laughs> this week, my internet win is the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And I will tell you why. Oh, hey... I'm on probation. I don't know that. <laughs> like most seven-year-old boys, Maxwell Hinton enjoys explosions. <laughs> Unlike most seven-year-old boys. Oh, wait. Boys, I, was thinking, I was thinking dirty. I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> he was able to sit, sit, set one into motion himself. Yeah, man. Through the Make-A-Wish Foundation, the organization had grants wishes to young people with life-threatening illnesses. Hinton pushed the button that set a series of detonations which took down an enormous... Conagra Grain Mill in Huron, Ohio, reports the Fox Toledo. Although such an event is often referred to as an implosion, the term is actually a misnomer because blah, blah, blah. Uh, Hinton lives in Fresno, California, gained his passion for explosions through television. I watch Myth, Mythbusters, and they inspired me to blow up buildings, <laughs> uh, he explained. The boy suffers from neuroplastotema, a malignant cancer tumor that commonly affects young children. So sad when it's a kid. You know? I know. The Daily Mail reports that Hinton has undergone treatment and is now recovering from his condition. The mill um, needed to be raised in order to make room for a long-planned riverfront development project. Grain silos also attached to the structure uh, will be knocked down in the coming weeks. So thirty to 40,000 people turned out for this event. ABC7 reports that after the dust settled and the applause died down, Maxwell simply said, I had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> no, and he was also seen yeah. walking away from the explosion, not looking back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he said, but they didn't mention is that he set off the explosion while inside the building. So when he was walking out. And boss. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and two, people were saying that suddenly he went slow motion. Like yeah. when he was walking out of the building, the building was well back, everything went slow motion. Yeah. Because that's how it does, you know. How a pimp does it. Exactly. Right. So. So and pimp start young, seven year boy. <laughs> yeah, he, he knows how to play. <laughs> anyway, uh, my my epic person of um, <laughs> the week was uh, Marcus Notch person, which would be the creator of Minecraft, who's been my epic person before. But this this reason's a little better than just being a fanboy of Minecraft. <laughs> I'll just uh, I'll just read the the article. Um, listen, 
I'm not going to say the lazy geeks are advocating piracy, but we're also not perfect beings. We may or may not have succumbed to the temptation of free stuff at some point in our lives, but those allegations are unfounded and based on no real fact. <laughs> that being said, I found Marcus Notch Person's latest Twitter comment, which is you can actually see a picture of uh, on the lazygeeks.com, not only amusing, but damn provocative. In a time where SOPA has caught has caused an all-out West Coast versus East Coast feel on the internet. Here comes the creator of one of the most popular games of today telling you to just steal it. <laughs> of course he says to just buy it when you have the money <laughs> in the tweet, but also said if you still like it. That's amazing. So real quick, the tweet was, he was responding to someone who said they didn't have enough money to buy the game. Like They love it, but they don't, they don't have enough money. So he said, um, at... Andre's Leia or whatever just pirate it if you still like it when you can afford it in the future buy it then also don't feel bad don't forget to feel bad with a wink <laughs> uh, the real reason most people may or may not bootleg video games is because so much crap comes out nowadays with no real demo to speak of the demos mm. that do exist take the best bit of, of a game and leave out all the crap you'll get when you buy the game reminds me of hearing an awesome song on the radio only to buy an album for eighteen ninety nine with only one good song on it. And the one that was on the radio. Yeah. Of course, Minecraft has sold over four million copies so far so far, so Notch may not be too worried at this point. I just thought it was an amazing... like he just plainly does not give a fuck. Right? He doesn't follow <laughs> now, granted, he's not American. He doesn't live in America. Um I think he lives it's either Sweden or Norway or one of those countries. So he just it's whatever, dude. Like, they're the hippies of the world nowadays <laughs> over there. Um, I just thought that was an amazing thing to say. Like, that is cool. When everyone's just pissing and moaning about piracy, piracy this, piracy that. Like, it's more important than the deficit. Right, And right. he's just like, just steal it, yeah, dude. Just steal whatever. It, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> While he's in the middle of, you know, smoke it up, right? Uh, Which, this comment, just steal it. this comment would be cool if he would let the bootleg copies play online. That, oh, that would that. be cool, but they don't. So, you know. Um, no, 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 I know, I know for a fact or anything. Right, right, anyway, right, moving right, on. Right. <laughs> Quickly squash that fire. Uh, so we have some site comments this week. Uh, first one is from Arthur Fonzarelli. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> hey! Hey! Um, in regards to the Comcast app that I talked about for um, CES, I can see the draw of watching TV on an iPad, but it, if it only works in the home network, I don't really see the point in it. Exactly. My reason for being, uh, my reason being, is that I have a huge HD TV, and my man, uh, my man room surround sound. <laughs> he might have meant main, main but room, man room but works. Man room works, yeah. Surround sound and best lazy boy in the world. Yeah. So why would I choose to watch on a tablet? I understood. That's. Basically, that yeah. that's the American dream. <laughs> now, I used to watch TV on my iPad quite frequently, but that's only when I'm not home. When I'm gone, I'll use the Dish Remote um, Access app and stream all of my channels. Dish does and have even, that. Um, yeah. That's pretty dope. Yeah, and even the um, recording on the DVR. I can I can you know schedule and manage my recordings on the app. Work for um, working for Dish. I know that this makes more sense. Um, for a mobile app, which it does. Yeah. And um, and yeah, and at the end he says, "Hey, hey, no, he did. <laughs> I know." And the, I mean, and it's just it's just what uh, me and Steve said. Steve and I said, um, <laughs> "The uh, at home is only cool when you have a million people and two TVs." Yeah. You know, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, if your kids are here having a, a video game party where they're on the main TV, 
Yeah, right and you're not the type of parent like myself who gets, says, get the hell off of the TV. Or get, gets in there and go, let me show you how to play this oh. game. <laughs> it's like, I would already be done with this level. Let's right, go. Yeah. Um, this, this one was fun. This one was funny. And uh, Wayne... I'm so mad at you. I know. It's Bruce Wayne. Do you yeah, piss him off? <laughs> Wayne for uh, com- um, DC Comics is raising their um, prices on, a, on, a selective ish- on selective titles. Two bucks going... Um, going two two books. books going up a buck... And it's honeymoon over because I titled honeymoon over. Yeah, DC raising prices. Do you realize that two? Um, do you realize that's two bucks a month? Do you realize that Marvel charges three ninety nine for most of their comics, and they aren't even forty pages like all three ninety nine DC comics are. You can't afford two more dollars a month, or if it makes you drop other books you're collecting, then you shouldn't be buying comics at all. Damn it! Well. First off, <laughs> first off, you ain't reading shit yeah, right. First off, yeah, uh, fanboy, calm down. Um, <laughs> that's a fanboy rage. Yeah, that's dude. a that's a fanboy rage because the reason I say it's a fanboy rage is because one, he didn't read the article properly. No, um, he read the title. He read the title, <laughs> and he read the two books that I had listed in there as at joining the other four books. Yeah, that are getting that price increase. And another thing. The 40 pages that he's boasting, that's not 40 pages of content. That's not 40 pages of the monthly story. That would be like 25 of content and yeah. ads. And then, no, the, well, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, is that those extra pages that you're getting in the book are backstories. Yeah. They're, they're separate stories, not even... Which is cool that it's there. When it's, that it's there. But, but if you, if personally, if I want to pay an extra buck, and this other website that I had visited basically said, if you think it's actually a deal... <laughs> <laughs> um, it says that it was like when you're looking at the book, paying at the regular price, it was ninety four cents a page. He goes now with this new price, it's ninety nine cents a page. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's really not you're not saving anything. But also too, it's a backstory, and most of the times, how many times do you read the backstory? It's a filler. It's they're a filler. Filling it. To they're make filling it, it to justify the fact that they're paying this. Now, here's a couple of things that I need fanboy Wayne here to understand. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. One, calm the fuck down. Yeah. Two, read the articles properly. Yes. Uh, and and three, if you're like a true comic collector, <laughs> a true comic collector, you will know that a true comic collector doesn't specifically buy one particular pu- um, publisher, which obviously you do. Yeah. Uh, fanboy Wayne here likes to buy only DC because DC is the best of everything. Yes. Well, yeah. they are, but yeah. that's beside the point. But uh, <laughs> when you're buying... Multiple uh, multiple titles from DC, multiple titles from Marvel, multiple titles from IDW, and and Dynamite, and Dynamite, and Image. Yes. Sometimes Vertigo, depending on the on the title. Vertigo gets Vertigo, Vertigo sometimes gets, sometimes is that it reminds you of that weird area of YouTube. It, it, like you feel <laughs> dirty when you leave it sometimes. It's, it's that uncle that. Nobody really invites to the party, but he shows up anyway. Vertigo has some pretty sick books, but they have some really <laughs> sick books, too. So, <laughs> so, you know, but that's that's the thing. And so, when you're talking to a guy who can spend roughly 20 bucks easy a week yeah, at the comic store, straight up. that's 80 bucks a month. So, when you're raising a comic book, a dollar, two dollars, whatever it may be, out of those six books that, they're, that they're, they're raising the prices on, I collect four of those. So that's four bucks extra a month. So that raises me up forty four dollars. Yep. You know, or eighty four dollars. Yep. 
So that becomes an issue. Those, that's, and when I look at it and go, well, it's not really the, that. And, and, I, and it bugs me when Marvel does it. When Marvel goes, oh yeah, four ninety nine for this issue, and it's forty pages, yeah. but it's only twenty pages of the book, and the rest is shit. <laughs> yeah, know? it bugs me with that. So, no, and I and I, you know, just to chime in, I'm a DC fanboy through and through. I mean, if 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 you've listened to at least three of these podcasts, and you don't know that by now, you're not paying attention. Um, and I read the entire because when I read the title, I went, what? And I, <laughs> I read, you know, C's article, and I said, you know what? That's okay. You know. Yeah. Whatever they, they're doing, what they got to do. Yeah. Um, they're raising it. It's kind of pissing off, you know. Whatever, but <laughs> nobody likes a price raise. Yeah, but if the content is valuable to me, I don't mind a dollar more. If they're stretching the story a little bit, if we're going to give you more story, yeah, then it'd be like okay. So that means these adventures are going to last a little longer. Yes. But if you even look at the and way the comics are now, it, it their their the content has gotten smaller and quickly. What. I think the whole point of the honeymoon is over bit is that DC made the two ninety nine their main. I have a poster from Comic Con that just has two ninety nine. It has all of the Justice League there. I, it was their biggest. Like everyone's like, oh my god, did you it was their, DC's two ninety nine. It was their biggest Marvel fuck you yeah, poster, and, and now they're doing. They're moving slowly towards the Marvel yeah. prices, which is understandable, right? But <laughs> but it's their most popular books too. Yes, in a comic in a comical way, it's awesome because it's just like, oh, you you dirty bastards. <laughs> but I mean, in a realistic way, no, it's not that big of a deal. No, you know, it's it's if the like I said, what they're raising Justice League. I'm assuming to to three and nine. The Justice League book is fucking amazing right now. I will pay an extra dollar. For how many times? Has, how many times has that gone to reprint? So, you know, they're looking at, they're taking their big books and they're throwing an extra dollar. Okay, you guys are going to pay for an extra dollar. We're not going to necessarily, give, we're going to give you more content, quote unquote, but, you know, it's not going to be, you're, these stories aren't going to last longer. Yeah. You're still going to get the same amount of story, but you're going to get this backstory. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and so that that's one of the things. And that's so there, so that's what I that, love when fanboys get, like, all huffy about it. And so for Mr. Wayne... That is the four dummies version of the extremely well-written and easy-to-read article. Read the entire article. Don't embarrass me. Like, it's a DC fanboy. I want to to write a a fanboy article and just highlight and bold only the stuff I want them to read. Yeah, yeah, make a clip note. Like, this this one, I read this this thing and I was embarrassed. Because I am a DC. I will defend DC. I've done it before. I'm like, hell no, fucking this and this and this. But... When people do this, and then it's for anything. There's fanboys for anything. It, you're just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, this yeah. is like a, this is the equivalent of a suicide bomber for a fanboy. <laughs> you know, it's just like you're an idiot. You're screwing I, it up. I originally wrote a response and I post and I left it up there for like about maybe an hour or two because I was like, well, obviously you didn't read the whole thing. Nah, and it's I, not and even worth. And then I response. looked at it and I go, you know what? There's no point in it. That's what the podcast. That's what the podcast is for. And yes. I thought, you know what? I think I just because no one can say anything. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. So moving on to uh, uh, recommendations. Recommendations this week. My young boy. Oh, well, you like cheese? I want a fountain drink. Okay. <laughs> that was a funny bit. <coughs> oh, man. Oh, that Don't kill yourself. I know, cheese. Uh, <laughs> uh, this week's recommendation is actually the Blu-ray 
version of Super 8. Yes. Now, the reason I recommend this, and if you've read my review of the disc, it really is, if you like this movie as much as I did, and, and most people did, uh, the one of the things is it really kind of, the DVD caters to the person that loved this movie. Because not only do you get audio commentary with J.J. Um, Abrams, as well as producers and um, director of photography, uh, there's a lot of jokes that go in on yeah. it. And the great thing about it, too, is if you love filmmaking, he'll sit there and say, this was filmed on location, this was filmed in L.A. And you can see just when you're sitting there thinking about it and you're looking at the movie, like one scene, half of it was filmed in Virginia and the other half was filmed in L.A. four months later. That's amazing. And the way it's cut so clean together, yeah. you're just kind of like, oh, my God, this, it was such so hosh posh. And he really goes in depth on this stuff, as not to mention all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, where you see them shooting on location, the big train crash sequence was filmed out here in Dulce, yeah, uh, up in um, just north of LA, and um, all of that extra stuff, um, the deleted scenes, which you see why are deleted because, of course, during the commentary you you understand all this, and as well as the picture quality is amazing, uh, 1080, as well as the 7.1 audio surround sound sounds really yeah. clean. Uh, every little nook and cranny. You I still hear. haven't seen the movie. It's a great movie. Gotta watch it. I'm so um, fail. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, and and to me that was a big uh, a big tribute to the fans from J.J. Uh, Abrams and them. So uh, that that's my week, my recommendation this week. If you're a movie geek, this is one DVD you should be getting. Yes, my recommendation for this week is on live. What uh, a shot! Yeah, since I've been talking about. It. Um, no, I just there's actually two reasons. One is I think the gaming thing it's interesting. It's it's a new way of doing it, and Wayne hates it. And Wayne hates <laughs> it. Uh, no, what I what I like about it, and and most games have a demo that you can go on right now, no credit card required, and and check it out. Because um, you buy the games piecemeal, there's no real membership. They do have a thing where you can pay a membership fee, and then you have a selection of like games that you can always play. Which I thought was pretty dope for people that like to do that. But I played the demo of Arkham City, um, so I played through the Cat Catwoman bit. In the you said that was a bit crazy, though. It was. Well, first of all, there was the PC controls, which you steer the combat with the mouse, and you're just like na 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 na. It was pretty smooth. Um, I now my internet connection. I was on Wi-Fi. I was in the living room. The modem's in the bedroom. Um, I attribute it to Netflix, hmm. where it will get grainy sometimes. You know, but then it will come back. And it'll right, be great. Right. Uh, whether I'm on a full wired connection, I don't know. My router's kind of a piece of shit. I gotta get another one. Um, I haven't tested that out yet. But the game didn't lag. didn't hmm. stutter. It was, it was fluid. I had fun. But I think that's the point. Um, also... Masturbate to it? <laughs> online, <laughs> on, on Live is going to be having... Were your, were your toes curled or were they pointed? Oh. <laughs> Sir, both. Um... <laughs> OnLive is also coming out with this thing called OnLive Desktop, which I thought was amazing. This is for the iPad. Um, simple PC app. This is straight from the website. Simple PC app access from anywhere. Uh, a couple bullet points. PC Microsoft Office with 2 gigabytes cloud storage for free. Uh, there's also an asterisk next to free. Uh, full feature document viewing and editing. Instant action media-rich Windows 7 cloud desktop. Uh, coming soon to Android. Oh, I'm sorry. Coming soon to Android, PC, Mac, uh, and televisions as oh, wow. well, since on live, like I said, is going to be on Google TV. Um, this is amazing. You can see. I'll show. I'll show you. Oh wow! See cool. how, but you see how it's a desktop. It's pretty amazing. I mean, this would be something that would be for a TV. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would um, be. I don't know why I would have it on the PC, but okay. <laughs> um, 
for Android, I mean, for your phone, this could change things up. So yeah. I, I, I think this kind of builds off of the web apps for Microsoft, Microsoft, and obviously Microsoft is working with OnLive, so that's cool too because that gives OnLive a bit of credibility. Yeah. See more games coming to OnLive. And also gives a stronger presence for uh, uh, Microsoft. Exactly. So um, mm, that's cool. I dig it. <laughs> Check it out. Who are you? No. Um. <laughs> if you go to on, onlive.com, uh, you'll see obviously OnLive. And then uh, on the top of the screen, you'll see on my desktop, and you can click on that and check it out. There's a little video, so. All right. All right, well, that brings us to the closing. So before we head out, we want to remind you all that you have many ways to follow us. So be sure to like our Facebook. Non-creepy ways. Yeah, I know, non-creepy ways, non-stalker ways. Uh, be sure to like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Lazy Geeks. Uh, the Lazy Geeks are on Google+. Plus Again, The Lazy Geeks, one word. Follow us at Twitter. You can follow us at the Lazy Geeks, or you can go ahead and follow myself at Lazy underscore Nomad, or Adam over there. You can follow Lazy underscore Sapien. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube page. We have trailers, vlogs, and special content on there. So definitely subscribe. YouTube.com slash And more Geeks. to come. And more to come. Yes, yes. We're working on something now. Yeah. And um, and literally right now we're actually doing that while we're doing the podcast. Actually, if it, well, by testing things. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, whatever. The Lazy Geeks thing <laughs> is provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So by the, uh, it's about time for us to check out, so please be sure to comment on this or any podcast, either on iTunes or thelazygeeks.com. Uh, tell us the good, the bad, and incredibly sexy. Mm. Uh, be sure to leave a comment, because if you do, and you're like Wayne, we just may read it on the podcast, yeah. just so we can make fun of you. Good for you. <laughs> Yay, Wayne! Wayne! Uh, Politically incorrect. <laughs> Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So, until next time, peace out. Peace out.